Good morning! This is the Bastards of Art Podcast, and I'm Matt. I'm Jonathan. And we're here on Positivity. Positivity. PMA. Woo! High five. Woo! Yes. <laughs> we're vibing pretty good this morning. <laughs> the uh, the chuckles are amongst us. Yes, mm. they are. This is like our fourth our fourth start at even the intro on this. I think everything's going so well. My black tea's kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like caffeined up, you know. But uh, yeah, we really want to touch base on the subject of just staying positive, not going through the muck. I think every artist has this like little person inside their head that just says this phrase over and over again. You suck. <laughs> it just doesn't stop, you know? And, and it's usually two seconds after you're like, oh my God, this is so awesome. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it's just like you, you, we have this great magnifying eyeball that like points out everything that's wrong. It's the one thing that helps us succeed it lets us find out what if we're being honest with ourselves but it also just feeds us so much like negativity sometimes you know and it's from us you know oh yeah it's all self-induced and yeah it's it's the worst thing to fight through but anyone worth their weight deals with it on an everyday basis yeah pretty much uh i think i i get it on average 32 times a day <laughs> which i don't know what that Break it down to hourly. started logging it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just like this self-worth and <laughs> am I even good enough? And oh, yeah. I think the first, the, the quickest way to ruin my positivity is to look at someone else and capture a moment in their life and say, wow, that guy's way, way better than me. Oh, totally. The internet doesn't help with that either because no. you're like, Oh my God, look at all, all this cool stuff. And you, you look at the tags, it's like, oh, this was posted yesterday. This was posted the day before. And you're like, oh my God. But then you don't realize that you sit down and you're like, oh, I haven't posted anything. Like, I forgot to post that tattoo. And then you post it and it's like a four month old tattoo. And you're like, everyone's like, oh my God, that's so awesome. Did you do it today? And you're like, oh, that was four months ago. Oh man, <laughs> and that's the worst is trying to get affirmation from the internet. It's like the oh. absolute wrong place. To, to try to make that little voice go away because you'll you'll do something like one day you'll do something that, that like you, you you have all these clever moments in it, it's engineered wonderfully it fits perfectly and you're so proud of yourself and you you post it online and 13 likes it gets like, <laughs> like what are you and then you'll do something like a like a rose like totally straight off some you know old piece of flash that oh, is yeah. just like a turn your brain off and think about what spaghetti dinner you're going to have tonight and then it you post up it's like oh my god amazing high five bro you know and so like i, I stopped i i totally stopped looking at the internet for for affirmation nowadays oh, yeah but oh, i think the worst. you know so today the the topic is positivity and i think the importance of positivity for me the importance of positivity is it's it's a it's it's like the the lubrication for for the engine of, of my my goals. It's oh, it, totally. w without positivity, you 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 find yourself stuck in a rut more times than not. Mm -hmm. Things break more often. Yeah, and you and it snowballs. You'll you'll start to look for the negative, yeah. you know. And there's a saying that you'll get what you're looking for, and so you'll find all kinds of reasons not to do things because your positivity levels down, and you're just like, why even bother? Well, who gives it? Who cares? Why are we even doing this? I'm going to go work at fast food joints where I don't have to think creatively. I still think creatively. We yeah. mean fast food joints making like, like the chicken, hot sauce, burger, tamale. 
You know, we'd still be creative, what, I guess. What were those blankets with the hoodie and the armholes? <laughs> like, that's yeah, just... The snuggles or the, the snuggles? The, that's know. like the antithesis to like not being positive. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's that's what you're going to end yeah. up being. You're going to sit on a couch eating Cheetos wearing one of those. Yeah, orange fingers. Exactly. I think, I think anybody who's in the creative kind of field, creative world, can make a list of how to not be positive. Totally. I think the hard thing is... is Learning to to set a foundation and a, almost like a reprogramming yourself to start looking for the positive. And I, I don't I I think there's a strong message when people say fake it until you make it. I mean, mm -hmm. after a while, you don't even realize you're doing it. Mm -hmm. We used to have a guy that he used to say right on all the time. And was it me? No, that was my buddy James. You say right on, I hear you. Oh, right. And you'd be like, oh my my dog died. Right on, I hear. It's like, oh, I won 100 bucks. Right on, I hear you. So I would start making fun of him. And I would start saying, right on, I hear you. Like, back to him. And it was a conscious effort to use that. To break him. Yeah. But what ended up happening was, because I was faking him all the time. You started doing it. I said it all the time. Somehow, it, like, for, like, years, it was in my vocabulary. Right on, I hear you. Yeah. But that same thing can happen with positivity. Oh, Totally. You, you don't realize it until you're surrounded by a lot of negativity or just like stagnant uh, people, which is, you think is better, but it's just as bad or worse. And it's so easy to kind of get swept up into it. Like even if you're capable of sitting down and you're like, I've got my goals and you've got your blinders on, after a while, it doesn't matter. Like if that's all that's around you, it will seep into you. It's no doubt. It will drag you down. It will be the anchors of your motivation. It'll be it'll be what halts your 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 your. Like, I know we keep using this word goals, but it does. It, it really oh. stops it. I think um, you have to kind of check yourself. You have to look around and see what what am I doing? Why am I why am I feeling like this more often than not? And you have self -assess to self-assess yourself. Self-assess yourself. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> you, you, you do. You have to kind of take a look around and inventory what what is around me right now. Oh, totally. Like who's around you? Like where am I living? What am I doing? Is what I'm doing like benefiting me like emotionally, physically, and like start figuring out like. Am I am I going in the right direction? You know, is this is this the right outlook on life? Like the people that I'm around, like are they giving me good viewpoints? Are they making me think differently? Like, am I in my comfort zone? Am I out of my comfort zone? Because if you find yourself constantly in your comfort zone, it also means like you're not developing or you're not mm -hmm. your your thought process isn't getting critiqued or you're not getting counterpoints you know like it, it, it's one thing to like be okay like we're in the political realm of things it's one thing to surround yourself with a bunch of democrats it's one thing to surround yourself with a bunch of republicans but if you're only getting one perspective then you're not benefiting from that no you know? and I, I i think that I think this is another. I got full of dumb sayings, but I got another one. I got another. One. This one's a good one. We make t-shirts. This one. This one says, "If you're green, you're grown. If you're ripe, you're rotten." And I think there's some ways to figure out if you're rotten or not. I think that if you find yourself realizing you're the, I'm the best there is, or I'm the best amongst these people, I think that's a good sign that that 
A, you might you might be a little inflated with your ego. Sure. Or B, you truly are in a in a place where maybe you you're not outside your comfort zone anymore. And I think mm-hmm. that I think what people don't realize that is your goal to almost consistently live outside your comfort zone so that you can learn and grow. You know. Yeah, but you you can't you can't realize that and just be like, oh well, what do I do now? You got to realize like your goal is to get to that point and then make a new goal for yourself like you can't just get to that level and be like all right i did it cool now i'm just gonna kind of coast i think you know in hindsight you've been in a bad situation when you get fired and it feels like a load off your back oh totally you're like i can breathe now (laughs) i can i can think without other people's thoughts in my head you didn't you didn't have it like you didn't have enough gusto to do it for yourself life writes itself just push out the door well that's the thing too like uh i've had so many friends that have stayed in like a position just because it was comfortable mm-hmm. you know sure and it wasn't until they got a pink slip and then it's like you just said it, then it's like oh my god like you I, physically I can do can what i want see them yeah, you, yeah. you you they, they light chop, up they come in for their last different. paycheck and their their eyes are brighter and they're like and you're you're there like God. Is that what do I look like if like, that? Why did that take you three years to, like to actually accomplish? Like yeah. all you needed was somebody to fire you. Like why? Yeah. Like just make it for yourself. So, you you can be removed from from your environment, whether it's your choice or or mm-hmm. the world's choice. And what happens is you is you change your perspective. And I'm gonna I'm gonna make uh, talk about something I talk about way too much. So it's, it's like one of my little catchphrases or something like that. But it's what... Um, We're going to start doing a band. Yeah, a little banner. Ding, ding, ding. We're going to... Yay! <laughs> a little cheer in the back whenever I do this dumb stuff. But um, in a book um, that I read, it talked about perspective. And what the, the illustration that was brought up, uh, or the idea that was brought up, is no one event can be viewed the same from two vantage points. Mm-hmm. And what this talked about was it, it, it built a, a scene where there's a railroad track and there's a guy in a train going across the railroad track and he, and he holds a ball in his hand and he drops the ball. And from his vantage point, from his perspective, he sees the ball go straight down. Mm. Now there's another guy who's at the bottom of the train tracks and he's looking up at this train, move left to right across his, his viewpoint. And he sees this gentleman drop a ball and he sees the ball curve as it falls down. Uh, Both of them are absolutely correct. If they were to write and 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 be sworn under oath of what happened that day, each one would each person's perspective would be a one hundred percent truthful to that person. Hmm. So if you want to change your crappy environment, you've got to change where you're standing. Either mm-hmm. get on the train or get 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 below the train or whatever. You have to figure out, and that's what happened when that guy got fired. Is he? He was like, I put all this importance on all this stuff that had no impact on my personal goals, right. what I wanted to do. Yeah. Well, it, it, you, it also puts into, like, you have to be willing to listen to other people's perspective. Yes. Like, okay, you set yourself goals and, like, you, you have this momentum in front of you, but like you got to be able to listen to like what other people are saying around you. You can't just be so focused on your own game. Like you do have to look at it from different angles. Reassessing yourself, you know, in a healthy way, mm-hmm. you know, and not so much of like, this is what I'm not doing, but reassessing yourself of saying like, yeah, I want to, I want, I want more of this feel good. How do I get that? And I think for me, when I'm reassessing, 
I kind of, I kind of do two things. I look around and see what am I doing right mm -hmm. and what is holding me back. Now, nine times out of 10, I'm the person that's holding me back. Mm. Um, but every once in a while, you'll have those people in your life that you're just like, you're, you do not do anything but suck my, my soul. Mm. <laughs> they feel like, like social vampires or something. Oh, totally. you know? Yeah. The, the hardest thing is to realize like how to, how do you, like start paring down your circle like na sometimes naturally it just takes you just not talking to somebody anymore mm -hmm. or you actually have to like really be uncomfortable and be like dude we're not hanging out anymore like i can't <laughs> keep doing it sometimes <laughs> just actions get rid of people that like too. imagine like here you are every day and you walk around the same track with the same person every day and this person is just like every time you get a little bit more upbeat you got to mm -hmm. slow down so they can catch up to you yeah and one day if you just take off running you don't have to worry about them. They will find their own pace, and guess what? About a by the second lap, they will have found someone else to cling on to. Totally. Or uh, the opposite of that, like you call somebody out on an opinion, and they're like, "Oh shit, I didn't. Sorry, dude, I didn't even think about it from that aspect." And then they get to benefit from that. You know, being being honest with yourself and those around you, like, helps push everybody forward. Like if. That's a big thing that I struggle with is just like A, being honest and B, being vocal. You know, like the hardest thing that um, for me is like feeling like I'm gonna make someone feel uncomfortable or piss someone off. And so the reaction to that is like, I, I either don't say what's on my mind or um, I, I don't give someone feedback where I need to. And, um, but the benefit of that is if I'm, if I'm self-aware and I know that, okay, this may suck for me a little bit, but if I take the time to talk to this person, like, hey, why don't, why don't you think of it this way? Or why don't you try this out? Like, if they're open and willing enough in the right mindset, then they can benefit from that. And if it's not, then, you know, it, it, you just feel a little uncomfortable and that's okay. Yeah, being whatever. I mean, I li I've lived my whole life in the uncomfort zone. I, I've always felt like, and I think most artists do, they feel like ugly ducklings, you know? Yeah. And then my reaction was just to hide in a corner and not talk to anyone. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember being a punk rock kid and being like, you know, one of the three or, or four. Mm. And then you go to a show and you're surrounded by hundreds of them. And you're like, these are my people, you know? And so that's the thing is, is, is you, you're, you're in search of your tribe. Mm. You know, you need to get out there and you need to pound the pavement and you need to find out who, who is your tribe? Who are you supposed to be, be around um, in the interim until you do find that tribe? You have to take care of yourself. I mean, mm -hmm. there's all these like romantic stories of like, you know, the mo more popular ones like Bukowski or Picasso or, you know, people who, you know, drank themselves to death pretty much. And you've got this idea that you're supposed to live life in the, in the guts of the sorrow of the Smoke world. Smoke a pack of cigarettes and drink your coffee. Yeah. And then you get, <laughs> then you get angry enough that you'll, you'll create, yeah, you know, and I, <laughs> that worked for a couple of guys, but all the other ones, they never left the bar to go paint anything, know. you know? Yeah. So, it, yeah, there's a few people that have, 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 have succeeded rather well by, by being bastards, but they're, but they're people you want to, you want to be around from afar. You don't, well, you can, you can also be a rebel by not doing what you see everyone else around you doing too. Like there, there is no cutting of dry, like, this is what it takes to be different. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I think that think that's what it's the all whole hipster revolution was, you know? <laughs> you just summed it up. 
Bespoke French fries. You know. But, um... No, but taking care of yourself. Yes. That's the important thing. Like, because positivity comes from, like, the big thing that I realize, um, cycling is a huge thing for me. Mm-hmm. And if I, if I don't go with riding my bike on a regular basis and getting to, like, physically discharge a lot of stuff, it don't, just... It, don't. Please don't use that word. Ever, I don't. Ever again. Well, I read. <laughs> <laughs> don't think that we're gonna make this not seven words that are gonna be banned. There's gonna be an eighth. It's gonna be called discharge. I don't ever want to hear you say that again. Or moist. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if I don't get to uh, do something physically and like have that reaction leave my system, then mentally, uh, after a while, I'm useless. You know, it's, it's like thinking positively, taking care of your body, like eating right and being active. Because if you're sedentary, especially with what we do, like, okay, sure, we may sit down at a table and draw, but if that's all you do, you're not going to be able to move your arm in like a month. Well, you just can't think clearly. Totally. You can't, you can't, uh, the, everything in your brain that's supposed to be firing off is just like slowly slowing down because you're not getting the exercise you need. Mm-hmm. You're not putting decent food in your mouth. And I'm not talking about doing some extremist thing like most, most I think artists are extreme in general, but like I'm not saying like you only want to eat celery <laughs> and drink water with a tablespoon of salt in it. And that's all you need, you know? But you do have to be a little more conscious and look at yourself and be like, you know, can, am I am I being sluggish? Mm-hmm. Am I being and, and I know for me for running, it does the same thing. Like there's nothing better than after having a, a good a run where you you just kind of like for me, I, I picture as I'm running, all this stuff is falling off my back. Mm-hmm. And the longer I run, the more stuff falls off my back, and I feel like I'm not carrying around any baggage. It just like what you said, use the. You you coined the phrase discharge. <laughs> now you're gonna, say, you're gonna drive say, it home. <laughs> I will say let go of. I let go of all this negativity. I just get rid of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't. I try not to. I try to minimize my reactions to negativity now. And what happens is, is that you you do you do find what you're looking for. I don't. When when there is someone who's negative who's always talking, as soon as they start on their rant, I just kind of. Leave the room. <laughs> I don't. I don't even listen. I check out somehow. I might be physically in the room, but mm-hmm. I'll just be like, puppies. <laughs> I'll just start thinking about something else. I'll give them the time of day. Your eyes roll back in your head. Yeah, and sometimes you you have to be that lighthouse for other people. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to like go like, all right, I'm I'm not only running for myself. I'm not only producing for myself, but I do want to encourage people. Like you can do this too. Like. My, a lot of my posts are, like, when I post stuff, it's not so much like, look what I've done. Everyone high-fived me. It's more like, hey, look what I'm doing, and I'm a nobody. You know, I'm not, I'm not on any museum walls. I'm not anything, anything special. And when people contact me, I'm more than willing to go, here's how I did it. Here's exactly how I did it. But if you don't have the, the internals to motivate yourself and mm-hmm. have the positivity that goes along with that, then you'll just keep looking at pictures going, I'm never going to be able to do that. So I'm just going to keep drawing my... Skull discharging blood everywhere. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so I don't know. Um, I think I think that I think that you can fake a lot of emotions and they become real. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of lost here. 
<laughs> Fake it till you make it. Yeah. No, uh, I was just I was just daydreaming uh, a second ago about about how much I how much I do enjoy my life now. You know, I mean, if, if you were to take a snapshot of me about eight or nine years ago, I mean, my tattoos look the same every single day. Mm. My drawings look the same every single day. Um, but something happened and I just realized, I woke up one day and I said, I don't like myself. I don't like what I do. I don't like my tattoos I do. I don't, the people that I'm around right now are just kind of like bumming me out. Mm. And I just started, I started making life changes and I started like waking up earlier and I started getting more out of my day and I started reading more like quick blogs that were like, you know, positive people think like this and mm. motivated people think like that. And, yeah. and I started just reaching out to, to, to um, more and more people who are already in a professional environment and going, you know, this guy, he, he reeks of like accomplishment. And how, how did he do that? And I just started faking my life and talking about it more. And, and, uh, and then one day it was just like, wow, I, I enjoy my life. I enjoy everything I do now, you mm-hmm. know? And it, it, it took a couple of years. It took about three or four years for me to actually get to the point where I was like, yeah, I, I kind of dig everything. I, nothing's really bumming me out anymore. Well, you gotta, the, the thing you gotta realize too is you can't just take one person's success and like apply that formula to your life. Sure. The the big thing to is just to take like, oh, that would be really cool to try out. Like for me, I used to love staying up until two in the morning drawing and anymore I can't do that. So I, I love waking up early and being able to draw because by the time it's 11 o'clock, I'm gonna like black out. Like there's no way physically I'd be able to do it. And it's realizing like, if, if something's not working for you anymore, just shift it, try something new, you know, take take a little snippet out of someone else's book. Don't take the whole book. Right. Just take a, a, a little piece. Try it, apply it, borrow their brushes, see what, see what works for them, see yeah. what it does, see what kind of paper they're using, see what kind of lights they're doing, see what, you know, I, I think there's, there's a lot of truth to being um, a morning person. You know, I did the same thing. I used to stay up at night and I would, I would like to have like a glass of wine or something or a beer and, mm-hmm. and I just, I was just like, all right, I got to do something. And it, it allowed my right brain to take over. My left brain was just like, I thought we were going to work tonight. <laughs> you know? But so there's, there's something about that morning where the first two hours of your day, I, I, I hear a lot of talk about how, um, and I know for myself that those first two hours of your day are the most powerful hours of your day. And if you waste it surfing the Facebook, mm-hmm. I just said the Facebook. If you if you do it on the Facebook and on the internet and on the Instagrams, if you seriously if you if you sit there and, and waste that time, mm-hmm. um, I, I I usually like to snapshot of my morning. Everything's already kind of set up. Like I've got my drawing area already set up. I've got my reference already set up. I did all that the night before because that's like brain numbing whatever administrative type shit, you know. Right. But. When I wake up in the morning, there's no reason for me to like come up with an, a reason to, to not draw. Oh, I can't find my pencil. Oh, I couldn't find the reference. Oh, I couldn't do this. I couldn't do that. I don't allow myself to, to find a reason to not do it. So that's what, you know, in the morning, my morning routine is super important to me. Yeah, well, the other thing, like you were saying, you got to make it easy for yourself to accomplish something. Like if, if you're only keeping what you do in one location is going to be so much harder because I know you've talked about having sketchbooks on every flat surface in your house like yeah. I have one on my nightstand and I've got them littered throughout the house so like if I'm sitting down somewhere I, it's easy to pick it up um, but yeah like mor- morning routines are huge because another thing to think about is like 
going back to the whole natural thing, like farmers, they wake up before the sun comes up, you know? And so it's that progression that you get to start your day and when the rest of the world is waking up too. Yeah. But and I, you feel good. You feel like noon rolls around and you're like, I've already had a whole day. Well, you feel like you're cheating because you're like, oh my God, this is so amazing. No one else is awake. Why, why not? And it's quiet. <laughs> And coffee tastes better. <laughs> and like this time of year, it gets difficult because it's dark outside. Mm -hmm. But um, I like I like sketching in the morning <clears throat> because it is kind of like a warm up. You know? Yeah. Like you you brush off the cobwebs. More likely, you've gone to bed thinking about a project. Yes. And it, it's uh, I I was listening to something to where like you could stay up that night working on the project, but if you like went to bed and slept on it, and your brain was able to like. Discharge. <laughs> I'll use it again. <laughs> Woo! Um, and you wake up in the morning, all the, all the other stuff that was like bogging you down has disappeared, and you're like, oh, I get to approach this freshly again. Yeah, fresh. Fresh is much better than discharge. <laughs> anyway, I think the underlying thing is that <clears throat> you will get a lot more out of life laughing and giggling and being positive than you will stomping and crying. Oh, totally. And don't don't be afraid to think about it differently. Yeah, I don't think I, don't think, I think you know changing your stance. You know you don't you you don't have to uh, you don't have to become a different person. You just have to you know get out of your muck. You mm -hmm. know. So anyway, we want to thank you for listening. Um, look for us on iTunes and go ahead and subscribe. You'll stay up to date. And we're getting everything kind of rolling here. We got more merch coming. Definitely. So uh, like or comment in the fields. Are we still doing this? Yeah, we are. <laughs> anyway, thank you. Out.